to see for yourselves one of the most amazing events. When is this great experiment made? Impervious to heat, impossible to move. Is it human or inhuman? Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It's time for the Geeky Brummy Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Hello and welcome back to the Geeky Brummy Podcast, issue 199. Is it issue 199? It's issue 199 now. Okay. There's a reason why it's an issue 199. We'll come into that in a little bit. Joining me today, Miss Keith Bloomfield. Hello again, Ryan. And Mr. Lee Price. Hi. And as always, I'm your host, Mr. Ryan Parrish. Keith, what have been up to since we last spoke to you many, many moons ago? <laughs> it's not as it's not as far back as you might think. Um, it, it, it feels like a lot has happened in the last month. Yeah, you held us hostage for a while while <laughs> making us open advent calendars. I remember that. That was quite a traumatic. I fed you um, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was a gracious host. But I, I do have... Uh, I mean, the the sores from the chains and your legs have gone now, so... Yeah. I have, oh, you, I, no. I have, I have <laughs> ATSD now, which is Advent Trauma Syndrome. <laughs> you know we're going to be doing this again next year, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I let, you have to make well, Laura suffer as well now. Yeah. yeah. I know not to have the Playmobil calendar, though. That's, that's a lesson. We, we, we will not speak of the Playmobil calendar. No. Um, in the intervening time, actually, I have done less than any normal human being would do in that time, <laughs> given the chance. Um, I did see a Star Wars movie. I did see uh, Jojo Rabbit, which I thoroughly enjoyed and mm-hmm. I recommend people do see. Um, I caught up on a few Netflix shows that I wanted to watch. I finally got around to watching Daybreak, which the moment I start watching, I find out that they only uh, are going to make the one season. It's a shame because I didn't know what to expect. I thought it might be just a bit, you know, a bit of time yeah. filler. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The cast was really good. The show was really good. The music was really good. I really enjoyed it. And it's like, I'd watch a second season of this, but unfortunately it would appear that we're not going to get it. Um, I caught up on Documentary Now on Amazon, which was quite funny. Mm-hmm. Bill Hedder and uh, Fred Amiston, which mm. is actually really quite amusing. Yeah. Like half an hour long Ex- pretend documentaries. SNL people. Yeah, so that was really good. So it's um, still got that kind of SNL zany American. No, it's not. Kind, it's not quite zany. It's kind of. It's it's much more kind of. Um, it's a little bit uh, better than that. It's actually pretty funny, and I yeah. really enjoyed that. Um, I've been enjoying that. I read a few comics. Thoroughly enjoying Simon Spurrier's new um, Hellblazer, which is mm. just totally of the time. Yeah, it's you couldn't get a comic that was more for Britain in 2020. It's yeah. just genius. Quite interesting. When was that Leicester Comic Con? Um, Leamington Comic Con. I apologise. <laughs> Leamington Comic Con. That we had Mike Carey and yeah, yeah, Jamie oh, Delano. Jamie yeah. Delano. It's kind of like their two views on the Hellblazer. Yeah, but um, I mean, I've been enjoying what Spurrier had been doing on the Dreaming. Um, yeah, from the the Sandman stuff. Um, but yeah, just what he's doing with Hellblazer is just this is the John Constantine that we deserve and it's it's a great little book I'm really enjoying it yeah um, what else what was I done I listened to some music old music no new music I've tried listening to yeah. new music and that just washes over me <laughs> um, there's a few things that are of interest you're not, um, not a fan of the, the 12 songs that appear on all radio stations yeah I don't listen to the radio much 
Because mm-hmm. when I ask a like, uh, I'm go- the the thing that shall not be named, A L X E A. Uh, just to generally play my 80s hit list which is basically dad's disco from when I'm in the kitchen it just reminds me of that Lisa Simpson meme of the coffee and it's just got like all the other music in the world and just the coffee pot has got like the same 12 songs you listen to over yeah. and over again but it never ceases to amaze me how difficult sometimes just the, just the purely asking to play something can be where they go I can't find that and yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. a, I'll, I'll literally in three seconds ask you exactly the same thing and you'll find it and you'll play it but when I ask you the first time you go I don't really want to I'm going to make life difficult for you well me and Viv finally moved to the Spotify family plan which means our playlists have now been separated into, oh. into the zones of you have your music I have mine and my Discover Weekly is now finally working. I understand what was the point of that thing. So, so all I was getting was Stock Aitken and Waterman before. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to listen to take, 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 take. <laughs> Mel and Kim, I can have the Stock Aitken and Waterman over. Yes. I, I can stand a little bit of um, Mel and Kim. Okay. Very briefly, I confuse Stock Aiken and Waterman with Emerson, Lake and Palmer, and that's, that's <laughs> very, very different. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you'd been to one of the Hitman and Her nights. Um, so I was yeah. going to say, Mel and Kim were not the people who used to host, what was the brunch programme? Uh, Mel and Sue. Mel and oh, Sue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was yeah. it? Late Lunch. Late Lunch. Mm, that that was a show of its time. I, I never saw that because um, I didn't watch Daytime TV. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we have Apple Music, which yeah. you can get through, so that's kind of cool. That's what's so not, didn't go for Tidal then? Oh, no, unfortunately not. No. I thought you'd be a big Jay-Z film. No, well, I, my ears just aren't high definition <laughs> enough now. They're full of hair. I get old, so it's like... <laughs> they're not flawless and lossless. They're not enough. flawless and lossless. That's, 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 um, that's my favourite thing about Tidal is they keep pushing the quality of it, but it's like, yeah, but you've got like... Like a, a hundredth of the music library. Yeah, it's like Jay Z and Kanye West and maybe some Beyonce. But also, and Daft Punk turned up. But their music is but, on every other service. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally anybody I hear playing Tidal music is playing it on the back of the bus through some mm. you know, through the terrible, of phones terrible, yeah. terrible uh, phones. So like, it's kind of like there's a lot of like weird Japanese music I like, and I can find it on Spotify, but I can guarantee I wouldn't find it on Tidal. Yeah. So that's why I have Spotify. Oh, I think Baby Metal's on Tidal. I don't know what you're oh, <laughs> Baby Metal, is that a new version of Baby Shark? Have no. you not heard Baby Metal? Baby no. Metal is amazing, Keith. You need to listen to Baby, Baby Metal. Baby, Baby metal. metal is a Japanese all-female metal band. Okay. So, Well, well, you've got... Well, metal. It's a, it's a pop band at the front that's got three... It's basically three Japanese idol yeah, singers. Yeah. And behind them is a metal band. Okay, I can dig this. Um, and it is... It's amazing. It's like full-on bouncy J-pop with metal riffs all oh, over okay. it. I shall go and search that out. It, it's, it's, it's my tip of the week. Though. Yes. Tip baby, of the week. baby metal. Not baby metal. Not baby, baby Yoda. Yeah. Or baby shark. Or baby shark. Uh, baby shark, yeah. Uh, I read some actual real live books. Not just comics. <gasps> Shocking. That's ones without well, pictures. Well, one <laughs> did have pictures because it was um, uh, A Monster Calls. Yeah. She's illustrated. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll been reading the Billy Connolly um, wee stories and tall tales mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool because that's just basically all of his yes. ri- riffs uh, written down which is bizarre because if you don't know him it doesn't really work written down because you're not mm-hmm. giving the you're well, not getting that, the intonation of what he's doing I was going to say isn't that the whole point of Billy Connolly was he'd tell one story for the whole show but it'd be 
that many different little winding paths. Yeah, you, yeah. You'd forget the original story until he got back to the very end of it, and then he'd, yeah, he'd, then he'd deliver the punchline. He literally jokes at the beginning that when you read it, you'll hear me telling you these stories. And if yeah. you didn't do it that way, you, just, you would just kind of think, this mm. isn't that great. But yeah. when you can just hear him telling it, and you know all the, the pauses and all the kind of uh, you know, yeah. the emphasis on words and stuff, so it's really good. I found Baby Metal, um, so I shall... I shall um, add that to my list. Cool. Lee, apart from listening to Baby Metal, what have you been up to? <laughs> um, so, uh, I, well, funnily enough, I've also managed to read some books without pictures. Yeah, I've actually, Look at us. Yeah, yeah. I've been making, it an, <laughs> making it an effort this year to read, Adulting, gentlemen. To read a book a week, and that's been, that's been quite successful so far. Um, so I've actually been... I've managed to read the second book in the Dresden Files series, which is like a series that I know has been around forever, but it's like something I've been wanting to get into for a while. I'd read the first one ages ago, and now finally got around to reading the second one. Um, and then what else did I read? Uh, like uh, it was a detective novel of some sort. It was pretty good. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> Sounds then, like a good novel to read. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, like got a few things in there, and also read. Um, uh, Daniel Hardcastle, who's Nerdcubed on YouTube, I read his book as well, F. Yeah, Video Games. I, I finally started watching some of his videos, mm-hmm. and it just seems to be a man having a panic attack playing Pretty any kind much. of VR game. And and it's his book is kind of just ramblings about video games that's, that are often hilarious. Yes. Just yeah. him describing his... Like, his entire experience of Fortnite is him telling a story where he went to, like, a a sort of one of those children's play park type things where it's all indoors and you've got the ball pit and everything. And it's just him like climbing to the top of the, the jelly mountain and how he was the only one who succeeded. So, and that's a lot like playing Fortnite. And that's the... <laughs> See, I know him from his series of Advent Calendar videos yes, for that. Yeah. Other Advent Calendar videos are available. Yes. <laughs> Maybe but, a geeky with me. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, I've been sort of catching up on some... Games from 2019 that I didn't get round to. Um, mm-hmm. I played the Resident Evil 2 remake, which is amazing. Yeah, um, and it's like it goes way above and beyond just being a remake of Resident Evil 2, which was already great to begin with. But this is like its own game in so many ways. Yeah, does it still work the same way that you play through once as um, one character and then play through yes. the yeah. second character? Yeah. Um, and uh, what else did I play? I played uh, the Link's Awakening. Yep, remake as well. Uh, which is the really greatest Zelda game of all time? Is that, uh, I believe it's what words were about to come out of your mouth. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not Majora's Mask um, or Wind Waker. <laughs> I will concede Wind Waker. Yes. You are both <laughs> so wrong. Um, but uh, and I also uh, was playing Death Stranding. And that do is you... probably the most overhyped game. Do you, do you want to give us the, your version of the name of Death Stranding? Uh, just it, well, well. There's, there's the famous Norman Reedus and his Funky Peters. Yes. That one. Um, but also uh, now I call it Hideo Kojima's massive overindulgence because I have not enjoyed that game at all. Um, it, it's what I term as this is when authors get allowed to do what they want. Yes. What that. It's George Lucas prequel syndrome. That game needs an editor and it needs a co-writer. Two major things. Basically, every character is written the same way. And you can't really distinguish them. They all mostly exist to give Norman Reedus information. The lead character is just Norman Reedus. I barely identified with him as an actual character. He was just Norman Reedus. And you spend most of the game walking up a mountain, falling down the mountain, 
encountering some ghosts, getting frustrated at the ghosts, uh, falling off a mountain again, uh, occasionally bumping into one of uh, Kojima's celebrity friends through a hologram, uh, who tells you, oh, you're doing a great job, Sam, and then you go and do all that again for Whilst 40 hours. an Amazon Fulfillment Centre on your back. Yes, exactly. And the I mo- dropped my Amazon Fulfillment Centre <laughs> again. <laughs> and, you know, I um, the, the, you can build roads and drive trucks around, but eventually the game goes, no, here are these areas that you cannot access with trucks and roads. I'm just like... But it was so much more fun when I could drive a truck across a mountain, and now I can't do that anymore. And just everything on your back is degrading every time it rains, so you're just like frustrated with that. And on my millionth encounter with the, the BTs, I eventually just went, I'm done. I'm, I'm just going to put I'll, this away. I'll put this game down <laughs> yeah. and walk away gently. Yes. There's a few video clips that I'd seen of it. It looked like it was a training video for yodel delivery people. <laughs> <laughs> you just get to where you're delivering stuff and you just throw it. Yeah. It's like, um, just, just, there's a circle that says it's delivered to. I'll throw it within that. It's fine. So you, you misunderstand yodel, Keith, that you think there's an actual training? <laughs> I thought it was just Barbary apes they'd kidnapped off Gibraltar, put them in a yodel jacket and yeah. sent them out in vans. I'm wondering if there's a chance to like remake the, the classic Paperboy video game, but mm. instead you're a yodel delivery driver. <laughs> so, so you're just driving along the street and just throwing things out randomly. See, that would be a hundred times more interesting than Death Stranding <laughs> And the, my favourite part of Death Stranding that just, it was a plot point that just did not land, where the villain, who is played by Troy Baker, he tries to show up in disguise, but they've got Troy Baker, it's got... It's, is his disguise Nolan North? No, his disguise is... <laughs> no, because normally he's like wearing a mask and he's got like a cloak and everything, so he just he just shows up and he's got Troy Baker's face and Troy Baker's voice, and I'm just like, that's the villain, because it's Troy Baker. I know what he looks and sounds like. Oh, what do you know? It was the villain all along. <laughs> See, what would have happened is if Nolan North does come out as the main yeah. villain. It, 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 they could have done it like those old boss battles that you used to have where you'd kill the big bad. Mm-hmm. And then the real boss shows up and yeah. you're like, oh, fuck. I've just <laughs> used all my potions. Mm-hmm. Damn it. So does Mads Mikkelsen make... Because they seem to be plugging like he was a big so, part. So he's, he's in it, but he kind of like he, like... he lives in a storm and he chases Norman Reedus. Um, and he takes, he then transports Norman Reedus back to old wars and tries to search for him while going BB all the time. And that's his role in the game. That's it. <laughs> he does nothing else. <laughs> so basically, Hideo Kojima's watched Casino Royale and went, he's a really cool actor. I have no idea what to do with him, but he's a cool actor, mm-hmm. so we'll put him in this. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much like the reason for anything Death Stranding is I like this person, they're going in the game. Yes. So that's why Jeff Keighley's there. That's why uh, that's... Sam Lake from Remedy is in there as well, randomly. And then you've got like just if if a, if a, and every single song on the soundtrack is just the same band over and over, like who I've never heard of called Low Roar, but they're it's just every five minutes, every time you go on a long walk, you'll get like Low Roar song name just in the corner of the screen, and then it plays <laughs> quietly as you're walking across. Just barren landscape for another four hours. <laughs> so this is my problem when video game designers get called auteurs. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as they get to that title, that means they can never make anything simple anymore. Everything has to be overly complicated yeah. and you just don't get it. So now this, the 
I can now safely say that Hideo Kojima's best work of 2019 was his cameo in Control. <laughs> you, yeah, but you did love that game. I that did love game. that game. It is my best game. Very, very quickly, because we're talking about auteurs, something I did see, uh, it's only 17 minutes long, so it's nothing like a Kojima game. Mm-hmm. David Lynch is, uh, he made it a few years ago, but um, what, what did Jack do? Popped up oh, on I've Netflix this, on his yeah. birthday. 17 minutes of absolute genius if you're a David Lynch fan. Mm-hmm. If you don't like David Lynch, it's torture. I'm sure um, that I will watch it, love it, but have no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you just go, I do not know what I've just it's watched. It's that moment in brilliant. The Simpsons where like Homer watches Twin Peaks and he's like, yeah. wow, I have no idea what's going on. See, Lee won't resonate with this, but I have to have a certain alcohol level for David Lynch. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like you need to be at least two beers in before David Lynch really starts to make sense. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm totally on board with David Lynch's brand of weirdness. Again, that's yeah. why Control was my game of 2019. It's very much the same brand. It's I David did. Lynch the game, really. <laughs> I was it's just David looking... Lynch doing the SCP Foundation. Yeah. I was just looking at David Lynch going, I want to look like him when I'm older. It's like, yeah. It's a great look. So he appears in this video, but it's just a piece of genius. 17 minutes of your life that you'll think, yeah, that's well worth spending my time. Mm-hmm. So about you then, Ryan, what did you do in your... So I've not been picking up the books with words in. I've been listening to the books with words in. Ooh, because I have changed how, roles. How 21st year. century. <laughs> so I I am using that Audible audible thing, which, See, is, when I was which your is, age, like invaded every advert known to man. Oh, no, no, Raid Shadow Legends, come on now. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm still in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically just Jack and Ori, yeah. but for grown-ups. Yeah. Well, yeah. pretty much, yeah, but I'm listening to the Wheel of Time series, because it's one of those <laughs> series of books that I've always wanted to read, and then looked at them on my bookshelf and went, no, uh, yes, <laughs> no. <laughs> and all the audiobooks are about 35 to 36 hours long. Okay. Mm-hmm. But because I'm commuting to and from work, and it takes roughly an hour, mm-hmm. I'm getting through them quite quickly, so it's it's... it's I'm actually really enjoying it. See, this is why my, the series of choice that I tried, chose to get into was the Dresden Files, because those books are normal book length. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's reading the books? Uh, it's two voice actors. Okay. So, we have mm-hmm. a male and a female voice, and they do lots of voice So, it's not just some them. random celebrity like Stephen Fry no. or David Walliams? No, I'm not I mean, a fan of when they do that. It's, I mean, I'm okay exactly. with Stephen Fry, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I prefer proper voice actors yeah. to like do stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. the Dune books, which is the first one I ever picked up on Audible. The Dune Audio Renaissance series was really, really well done, well yeah. cast. Mm-hmm. And it was actually better than the David Lynch film. Don't slap me, Keith. No, <laughs> well, I was just thinking, I, I did, I did um, have an Audible book read to me quite recently, yeah. which... Is nothing in comparison to that because it was um, Bernard Cribbins reading me Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, okay, I did use Audible to, to have, but it was when I chose Winnie the Pooh to be read to me by Bernard well, Cribbins. I'll give you my second tip of the week now. If you have a ALXA device <laughs> yeah. at home, usually Audible put three books for free on a month. So oh, it's a rotating okay. thing every month. So mm-hmm. every calendar month, I'll drop three books. I think it was like one of the Charles Dickens books. And then I'll just pick out like a couple of classics. So if you have an ALXA mm-hmm. device open at home, then you can just introduce it. Yeah, but is the selection as good as the PlayStation Plus selection of games? Because is there anything of the, of the quality of Goat Simulator <laughs> it's <laughs> in all book my, form? It's, it's, it, I'd say it's a good uh, on par with games with gold and okay. PlayStation Plus. Uh-huh. It's not going to be stuff that you'll purposefully yeah. seek out, but some of the stuff will be like, well, okay, I'll have a listen. Or yeah, well, like, well, like January and February, it's been, oh, the best thing there is an entire series of games that I've already played. 
Well, I also purchased an Xbox One X, so mm-hmm. I'm catching up on this generation's worth of games before we move on to next generation this year. You've got until <laughs> roughly late. October, November. Yeah, slightly late to the Xbox One X party you, here. You've got uh, how many years' worth of games yeah. is that? Oh, that's about seven years' yeah. worth of games to get But through. I've got to say, Game Pass... Mm. Is a, is is a decent deal if you mm-hmm. if you hunt out the offers the Game Pass that uh, uh, Microsoft are offering because mm-hmm. I've got a decent laptop as well. Yeah. It's like it's actually worth oh, the purchase because yeah. you get games for Windows, you get games for yeah. Xbox, and it's like it's a constantly moving feast. Mm-hmm. So I think most of the games are usually on there about six months maximum. So if you've not mm. played it, get onto it and then move on. Yeah. And then you get the three games with gold, which is everybody just goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was Tekken Six last month. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think with with that with Game Pass, I think because they've been saying that they'll probably be integrating XCloud into it when that yeah. comes out, I think that's going to really like shift things, and it's going to kill off Stadia. Yeah. Well, I've already <laughs> I've played the demo. Yeah. And the latency is really good in it mm-hmm. because you can use your if it's not an original Xbox One, you can use any controller with your. Phone it's got Bluetooth. Yeah, so a problem for me is at the moment it's still Android only. Yeah, which is which is a bit of a shame because it does it does need to, Dirty to do that. Um, but it, yeah, if they ever expand that to the fact that you could do it on the Switch, yeah, that would as a handheld thing yeah. that would be quite cool. I um, doubt it'll ever come to and um, Apple mainly because Apple are trying to push their Apple Arcade yeah, so hard. That's true. Which, to be fair, from what I've seen, is a better service. Yeah, just because like the game selection is pretty good and it's all available through the subscription, and yeah. it's all and it's, I mean it's not quite like you know the big AAA things, but it's, it's like if you've ever looked at mobile games, a mobile games market and gone, God, this is all just Candy Crush clones. Yeah, and you've gone, I wish there was something good on this Apple Arcade. Is is that? <laughs> yeah, I can see how. I mean, I've got Game Pass as well because I just picked that up for a pound and it. You get turned my you turned my live into into X Pass it, mm. um, which is great because that, that works really well. I think the, the bigger problem with all of these subscription services is, is time. Yeah, I just haven't got the time to play all the things there. If I well, if you had an Android phone, quid, key, you could get the Xbox Game sh- uh, Xbox Game Pass application, <laughs> so you can see what comes up, and then you go, ooh. Install and what it will do is install it on your Xbox whilst you're out of the house. But no, I have got the X. It still does that. I can still do that on iPhone. That works perfectly well because uh, I did install a whole bunch of stuff that I thought, oh, I'll play all of these. I haven't got around to it yet. Although because Lee did a Ferrets first on Sniper Elite Four. Yeah. Oh yes. And I kind of looked at it. Shoot the Nazis in the. This looks fun. So I played that. Thanks the to shoot Lee. the Nazis in the Nads game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, uh, they, they're about to release like the zombie spin-off for that. Yes, it. Zombie Army 4, I believe. Zombie Army Dead War 4, which yeah. is the most generic title you could give a game. <laughs> but like, I've seen part of the trailer, and, and they've made it clear that all oh, the zombies do have genitals that you can shoot as well. So just yeah. in case yeah. you were wondering. <laughs> that, that's the beauty of that, is that the beauty of the Game Pass is you can just, get, you can just have a little go, mm-hmm. just fulfil that kind of like, I've had enough of this, this is okay, I've had a yeah. bit of fun. But I haven't invested in the fact that I've spent 60 quid on a game I've got mm-hmm. to finish yeah. and then it will take me three years to do it. I think mm-hmm. that's the joy of it as well. It gives you a chance to, as, as you said, downloading aside, you can yeah. go and test and play stuff. So it's like mm-hmm. I was playing my friend Pedro, mm-hmm. which is actually an alright game. It's yeah, not yeah. my usual cup of tea, so yeah. I thought I'd have a try. And it's kind of that weird blend of 2D platformer slash strategy yeah. thing, which isn't my usual cup of tea because I'm more of an RPG guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's good fun I hope the Mass Effect series 
comes mm. back for Series X. I'm looking forward to some new Mass Effect. Apparently Bioware are releasing cryptic tweets, which usually means they're about to be shut down by EA for most game companies. Well, <laughs> well, I think like the last time that a major company with like a franchise that people were massively anticipating was Rocksteady. We're releasing yes. a bunch of cryptic things, and then their big announcement was we're putting a new skin into uh, Arkham Knight. That's literally it. Uh, so, I like a few months early for April Fools. <laughs> I do want, at some point. I do want to get around to playing um, the Star Wars game as well. That that looked quite mm. good. Mm. I think that got quite a few decent oh, reviews. Yeah, I've been having lots of play on that because I got the download code with my with my console, and it's 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 pretty awesome. It's all right. Yeah. It's basically Dark Souls light. With okay. lightsabers, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's from what I've seen. It's a bit Dark Souls and a bit Uncharted. Oh, there's a roll button in it. Yeah, just so if you wanted the full Dark Souls flavor of just rolling around with <laughs> enemy. Yeah, yeah, good. yes. And they have basically stim packs, which are just Estus flasks mm-hmm. relabeled. It's pretty, it's it's Dark Souls. It's yeah. Dark Souls with lightsabers, mm-hmm. but probably not as hard. Well, that, that suits me. Down <laughs> to the I'm playing on Jedi Knight, which is their second hardest difficulty mm-hmm. level. So what comes under Jedi Knight? Uh, Padawan. Ah, okay, they're, they're sticking with the whole... Yes. So un- what's under Padawan? That's it. So, so it, goes Jedi, it goes Padawan, Jedi Knight, Jedi Master. Okay, so there's not okay. like Padawan, Moisture Farmer. No. <laughs> I could do the Moisture it's, Farmer It's not level. Battlefront 2 key. <laughs> <laughs> which one? <laughs> the original, which yeah. is actually going to Game Pass this month. Okay. <laughs> cool. A wealth of information. Mm. We have actually been doing things while we've been away. Yeah. One big thing that did come out whilst we were away is a certain character has returned to the small screen after a fair few decades away from the captain's chair. Was uh, it 20, 30, 25 years? A I long think time. It's 25 years in the timeline between yeah. what happened in Nemesis, the film which will never be spoken of, which everybody seems to forget Tom Hardy was in. With another ridiculous voice. Yes, yeah. and a bald head this time. Yeah. Or was it just a wig? Was it one of those ball School caps? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so 25 years after Nemesis and uh, Mr. Jean-Luc Picard has returned. I've watched the first episode. No, we'll try and be spoiler-free. That's which yeah. is possible as usual. But, um, gents, have you watched? Nope. My mum has because she's massively into Star Trek and I'm not. So, <laughs> <laughs> Unlike The Mandalorian, which I still haven't watched... Uh, because it's not available in this country yet. Yes, but if you had watched The Mandalorian, what would you have thought? I, I, I genuinely haven't watched it beyond, beyond the first episode, which um, I may have watched. Uh, but no, Picard is great. Yeah, I was. I didn't expect it to be quite as good as it turned out to be. The only negative I had was there was a fair few pacing issues in the first episode. I think because I think it was just because I was trying to get so much done. I, I, I didn't really, I didn't really pick up on that purely because I was just awash with the whole idea of how Patrick Stewart just nailed it. I liked the whole fact that they're acknowledging he's aged, yeah. and things have happened, and times have changed, and and stuff has happened in the intervening years. You know, there's some great moments in there. Yeah, like all good Star Trek, it's allegorical. Yeah, so obviously, what was the Star Trek of the '60s was yeah. was, was mirroring what was happening in the 60s the, the Star Trek of the 80s was mirroring what was happening in the 80s and I think this has nailed the the current feelings that a lot of people have got about 
stuff and and you know there's some beautiful bits in there some powerhouse yeah. acting from Picard he does a, a kind of um, yeah. t- TV interview stuff yeah. that kind of fills in a lot of detail about what's been happening since he was yes. a, a Starfleet captain and that's a great piece of um, TV I was just um, amused by your description of acting by Picard <laughs> like he's playing himself mild shot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> acting <laughs> yeah, but I've got to say, Isa Bruins, who's the new kind of character they brought into this, who pretty much triggers mm-hmm. the the source of this series. I, I found her very, very good in this. Yeah, and very believable with her role. And again, try not to spoil anything, but yeah, it is very understandable why she does what happens in the in this yeah. episode. It's it's a it's a, it's a a good good show. I think. Um, yeah. If you weren't hugely into Discovery, I think if you're kind of either new to Star Trek completely or a fan of Next Gen, I think this yeah. is definitely... It has elements of, of classic Trek and is enough new um, for people who are used to kind of like event television to, yeah. um, to get on board with. And I think it's dealt with the whole time gap and Discovery and yeah. the whole splitting of the universe and the prime universe... And the Abrams universe very deftly. It's mm. kind of, it's acknowledged that all this has happened, and it hasn't really discarded canon. Yeah. For the sake of story, and I think that's what a lot of people had feelings with with Discovery was because of the wet period in the timeline that Discovery set. Everybody thinks it messes around with canon because you're having characters like Spock turn up on ships. Yeah. You're having Pike turn up, and it's kind of like. It feels like it's not actually fitted into the Star Trek series properly ever yeah. because because we've already had those characters, we've already had those character arcs and having them being revisited in a completely new format I think is what upset a lot of the old traditional Trek fans. Mm. I mean, I think with the time jump, things might be a lot better for Discovery Season 3 yeah. when that comes back. But... Um, but to be honest, I've been massively impressed by this first episode. Uh, also, if you go to the Star Trek.com website, I think, you know, when they do those after show things with previews. The uh, um, one with Will Wheaton, yeah. Yes, yeah. so they're doing that on there. So Will Wheaton's on there, and I think uh, Akiva Goldman's on after this yeah. second week episode. It's I, th- I saw a bit of the first one. It's certainly better than the one that they did for uh, Discovery. Yeah. Which was a bit of a... Hodgepodge, it wasn't the talking dead, which it was trying to be. But yeah. I must also applaud Amazon for just releasing it yeah. on a weekly schedule. Yeah. It's, this is much better. I like this. Um, the only other thing that I don't like is the fact that the short treks they did on CBS in yes. America, which were kind of some episodes that related to Discovery, but some episodes that were leaning into Picard because. Yeah, it's all on CBS in America, but over here, Discovery's on Netflix and Picard's on Amazon, and then nobody knows who's got the rights to yeah. what anymore. Well, the short tricks were on Netflix for Discovery, but they yeah. were released post season. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen with this because it's it's kind of who owns what character. Yeah, they cross so over, I think, don't they? Yeah, but um, yeah, really, I would like to see a few of those because they did some animated ones mm-hmm. this time round, which I would have liked to have um, checked yeah. out for. Perhaps they may be online yes. somewhere, circling the Mandalorian somehow. <coughs> yeah, we yeah. should see. But yeah, uh, solid two thumbs up to me. Yeah, definitely. So, again, if you ever watch any Next Generation, you'll probably love it. 
He has he hasn't got four lights out yet. So. <laughs> Before we go any further, I thought we'd explain why we had a little bit of a break, and it's mainly my kind of fault. So sorry. bad Ryan, <laughs> bad bad Ryan. So twenty twenty nineteen was a bit of a year of change for me. So I've changed jobs. Uh, me and Viv bought a house. So I've been doing a lot of stuff on the house and. Um, Basically, I was commuting from his parents, which basically took all my free time up. So I didn't really have the time to commit to Geeky Brummy as much as I hoped I could, which was why the edit episodes were a bit sporadic at the end of the year. And basically, apologies and thanks for all those who are still listening to us. And But um, we are going to be changing things around a little bit. So for those listeners who've been with us since back in... February 2016, was it? Don't, don't make me feel any older than I already do. Yes, back, back in the last decade. That's uh, me, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't around at that point. We, I'm we, a newbie here. Yeah. For those who've been with the show since the start, the original format was always, it was a magazine show. It was kind of a, it, well, we started off as a radio show, it was a magazine show, we'd have very set segments, we'd have music in between, and it was basically, we'd make sure it was an hour. And... Then we diversified into doing a bit of a podcast, and then we started adding 10 minutes here, 10 minutes at the end, just to bulk it out, back up to that hour. And to be honest, I wasn't really getting comfortable with the length of the podcast that we're getting to. I think we got to two hours on certain shows. And that's great for some people who want a week's worth of content in one episode that they can sit and press play through. I, I, I think I felt personally that we'd lost the way a little bit mm. I don't know how you two gents feel on that yeah I mean you know I like to talk uh, <laughs> but it's going to be it's going to be good it feels like you've 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 took us to the to the to the, the edge and now you're bringing us back <laughs> reining us in back to the training you know yeah. new new year new us yeah. going on a on a whatever it is a yeah a, a well, I don't know what the podcast equivalent of a paleo diet or a, <laughs> or a juice diet or something is well I didn't want to just become another TV and film podcast because yeah, that's yeah. never been the mission of Geeky Brew Me. The mm-hmm. whole point of Geeky Brew Me is it celebrates what geek is and we focus on some of the more independent, crafty sides of the yes. geek industry. And I think I felt like I'd lost that because I didn't give you, I wasn't allowed to give myself enough time to give you guys time to prep properly for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it just became a what have you seen this week? Oh, this is on TV. Oh, let's watch a few couple of film trailers, mm-hmm. and I want to get back to that kind of celebration of geek a little yes. bit more. Yeah, and you might have noticed from content that's on geekybrewery.com website. Keith does his comic roundup every week, and he will pick a lot of independent creators alongside Marvel and DC. Lee does his game roundup every Friday, and Lee will pick out. Usually now, I'd say most of the time, your game of the week is usually more of an indie game. Usually, yeah. I mean, like everything that I've got because I've got stuff lined up over the next few weeks. Almost everything is an indie, except for one so far. Yeah, which yeah. I'm not going to say what that is. And yet. Ryan picks the week when I've like literally two weeks in a row picked mostly Marvel titles. <laughs> to say that. that that's just because they're doing a ter- terrible mm. thing of double shipping a lot of books at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still make of, time for the indies along. Yeah, post post uh, post um, kind of Christmas, I think it goes a little bit quiet on on the indie stuff because a lot of. Um, those kind of bigger comics, particularly because they're independent, they give their creators time to take a step back and, and yeah. do stuff. So if you're kind of reading a lot of image books, sometimes you'll have a, 
kind of few months gap before the next episode start or people are going to be moving different publishers and stuff so you'll have breathers which it's finding new things that are that are coming out and stuff as I mean, well you've so. been a big evangelist for a hoy comics as well over well the yeah they've done some great stuff over the past because um, I, I, I followed that because of Mark Russell doing Second Coming which was really good but then they do I mean it just so happens they have an, another book called Captain Ginger <laughs> so being a ginger that's also appealing but this Captain Ginger is also a cat uh, so he's a starship captain who just happens to be a cat that's pretty cool uh, and obviously Image have got lots of interesting books but there's other big publishers out there you know um, Valiant are doing some interesting stuff yeah uh, Boom do lots of really good stuff there's a quite, quite a few books in Boom um, you know there's there's quite a few out there that do that the, the biggest difficulty is is Getting the word out, yeah, well, and also the, it's it's quite it can be quite expensive, particularly at the moment because of the exchange rates and stuff. Yeah, um, so it's kind of so there'll be some sporadic kind of like I'll suggest some things and maybe some stuff that's coming out in collections. Although I prefer people to go to their comic shops and buy physical books because that's yeah. always good. Um, there'll be some stuff I think um, going forwards where I might kind of recommend picking up stuff on Comicsology because yeah. they do some great sales. And they they do occasionally do free sales as well. Don't yeah, they, they do they do, they do occasional books. But recently, over Christmas, I picked up a few books that I was behind on, and they were two ninety nine, mm-hmm. uh, and I was getting kind of like you know six issue um, trades in that. So uh, I may expand that a little bit. That, but um, yeah, there's always there's always something for somebody out there. Comics wise, um, which is really good. And I think a big part of why I've been focusing so much on indies recently is just because I mean all the big titles have been delayed forever <laughs> so uh, right now all that's coming out is indies but that's kind of good though because it means that I yeah. can put those front and centre so I mean since the start of the year we've, I've had The White Door which I literally just found on Steam and I know vaguely it's from the team who did like the Rusty Lake series which I don't know a lot about but I've seen people talk highly about it and this is like connected to that and since they've done it they've done like this weird arg off the back of it so I'm like oh that's kind of interesting and and See, when you say the Rusty Lake series, all I can imagine it's like an American talk show host presenting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was like uh, Leonard's Inception, which was like um, was like a team of two people uh, used to work at Chucklefish, which is quite a sort of well-known indie yep. uh, publisher. Um, it's sort of a Zelda-ish type game. And then more recently I've had um, a visual novel called Coffee Talk, which is made by an Indonesian team. Um, which I think, you know, you don't really think of games coming from places like Indonesia yeah. very much. So I thought, you know, that's a good thing to highlight as well. So it's just finding stuff on Steam and just as you start following indie devs on Twitter, you start finding them promoting other indie devs and you just yeah. end up with this massive library. So, And honestly, a lot of a lot of some of the stuff is just a lot more interesting than what's coming out of the AAA space in, at times because... Yeah. There's a lot of just the same ideas over and over. It's it reminds me a lot of of the days when I would you would go to a, a computer shop and you would find tapes. Mm-hmm. This is how yeah. back, this is how back this is how <laughs> back in the distant past I used to play computer games. Tapes but with you'd, you'd have photocopied of, covers and yeah. like one ninety nine pricing and then made it at home. So so mm-hmm. some 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 person had just put, would put a game out and you'd you'd get all these great kind of like. Just silly games that were just mm-hmm. you know good fun to, to play a little bit, and again that kind of the, the kind of e shop type stuff. Yeah. Things pop up and you just go, yeah, it's a couple of quid, and it's like you think oh, that's worth a punt, and I think that's where that's quite yeah. good. That it's, kind it's, of pricing. It is one of the things that's kind of great. Like 
I mean, people criticise Steam for just allowing pretty much anything. But I think when you really sort of sit down, you can find some real gems just hidden yeah. in there that wouldn't really see the time of day if they mm. try to go through a traditional publisher. Yeah. So I mean, and Nintendo have been a massive proponent of pushing yeah. indie stuff through their eStore, mm. which is a big surprise for a developer like Nintendo, well, a, well, a company like Nintendo. They've kind of gone even further by including characters as costumes, like Sans from Undertale and Cuphead and Smash Brothers yeah. now, yeah. You know, because... That's kind of putting more visibility on stuff like that. Obviously, those are, you know, big indie games anyway. Yeah. But you know, just that's kind of giving it a lot more visibility and putting them in like one of their biggest franchises. You know. Yeah. I know that was kind of my my idea behind this. We're into a new decade now, and the world's a bit crappy out there for quite a lot of people at the minute, mm-hmm. depending on which side of the fence you sit on. And mm-hmm. on that, we choose which side of the fence we sit on most of the days ourselves. But mm-hmm. um, I just thought it'd be great to become more of a positive force for all these small developers, these small comic creators, I want to start looking at indie writers, get getting it back to more of a, mm-hmm. what's great out there and what needs to be shared out about a bit more. And it's kind of, that, that was my original envisioning for Geeky Brummy many years ago, and that's where I wanted to come back with. So you'll be getting content from Laura as well, Laura's going out and finding... What what is a geek from a very different yeah. kind of viewpoint? Mm-hmm. She wants to go out and view people who like work in coffee shops and creators of different kind of ilk, like craftspeople. Yeah, like that. yeah. And and to be honest, geek is a very mislabeled term nowadays. Mm-hmm. For nowadays, people think geek is just pop culture and that you have to like MCU and that you have to have that's, to like all the Batman movies that's where it gets frustrating yeah. when you really don't like superheroes <laughs> yeah but it's kind of like I wanted to take the word geek back a little bit more mm-hmm. and, and stop such a heavy focus on the pop culture because I I think you as an audience deserve better from us well the, the idea would be that is hopefully at some point uh, the things that we talk about will be something that you've not seen yeah. not considered <laughs> and hopefully that our passion for them will give you a, an impetus to go, I'm going to give that a go. I'm going to yeah. give that a show. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it may not be yeah. what you want, but hopefully, you know, somewhere in amongst all of that stuff, there'll be one thing that you go, yeah. oh my gosh, this is great. This this artist or this creator, it might be somebody making stuff that you can yeah. buy in in Sturchley or in Digbeth or whatever yeah. it is that you can go, I like their artwork, I can get some prints, things for you to put on your wall, things yeah. for you to put in your in your ears for music or things for your video games or things for your readings and stuff. Yeah. I, I want to go out and explore, as you said, Birmingham and the West Midlands yeah. a bit more. We've just had a brand new gaming arcade open in the Gusta Factory mm-hmm. in Digbeth whilst we're recording this show, which is N64. So Nintendo's laws will be knocking on their door very soon. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it's kind we of. We saw like, what happened to Marie Car in Japan, <laughs> but it's kind of like there's some great stuff out there, and it needs sharing about. And mm-hmm. I think we're in a place to let you guys in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Plus, at, what's this, at the same time, like there's already a million shows out there telling you what's on TV right now. Yeah, I mean, um, we could sit here and expouse The Witcher for three hours, yes. but there'll be three million other people doing exactly. that at the same time. It's that old fallacy of everybody has a podcast now. Yes. But um, that was pretty much where we kind of are at the minute. So um, probably about time to tell them where we're going to be soon. So it's our fourth anniversary at the end of February. Four years. (laughs) (laughs) And so 
what our plan is, we're going to change the show format around. We're going to swap from weekly to bi-weekly to give you us a little bit more time mm. to prep. Yeah. Rather than me just trying to herd these people into a room and say, <laughs> give me opinions now, please. And if anybody <laughs> wants to get in on the debate of bi-weekly versus fortnightly as the correct yeah, term for things that come out every two term. weeks. Yeah, but when you say fortnight, <laughs> all you do is get people flossing nowadays, <laughs> Keith. Yeah, I'm going to be able to. I'm going to learn to do that in this this year as well. I think every every other week, you will get a new dose of geeky brummy, hopefully delivered to your podcasting inbox of choice. <laughs> um, delivered, yeah, like a like a podcaster room. <laughs> uh, there's a thing for that. Uh, we'll still be having some stupid elements. We'll still be keeping yeah. the fun there. Hopefully, what stupid? <laughs> yes, we're well, a very serious with our reputation. Yeah. Yeah, we're reading books now. Actual <laughs> I, books. I have special things words. to show you after we talk about this. <laughs> it can't uh, be geeky for a occasion without me giving getting something um, out of a drawer to make you guys. As long as we never have to eat those Ghostbusters <laughs> Twinkies again, <laughs> I'm quite happy. I'm sure they were actually off. <laughs> so we ate them. They were green on the outside. I'm not sure that was food yeah. colouring. But um, yeah, so the plan is boot a bi-weekly show. It will be an hour or thereabouts I can't guarantee it will be an hour every week mm. uh, but we'll be moving back to having more 10 minute chunks so a bit more of like a if you watch the gadget show a little bit more like that so we'll be having some longer features we'll be having some shorter features in between Keith and Lee will be giving you the best of their comics and video game selections mm-hmm. for the two weeks mm-hmm. for which the show will be out and then we'll be doing some more fun stuff in between. Uh, we'll probably be trying to do a little bit more on the YouTube channel as well, if you want to actually see our faces. I apologise for mine in advance. <laughs> if, if 24 days... Of, if you of, want to see three to white it. men with beards. <laughs> I, I'm more stubble than Yeah, you, you had a beard by the end of that, I think, series. And hopefully we'll get Laura on camera a bit more too. Just so it isn't just three yes. white men with yes. <laughs> three white men with glasses. Yeah. We're not trying to be top gear. <laughs> God, we're top gear, aren't we? No, we're not. <laughs> we're, we're, no, we're not top gear. No. I'm trying to think of another analogy yeah. for it. But maybe yeah, it could be like an episode of the three doctors episode of Doctor Who. It's three generations of Doctor. <laughs> or some like yeah. I thought you meant an analogy for what the show's going to be like. No, no, no. The, sh- the, show's, yeah. com- the show's transforming, metamorphosing. Yes. It's not like a bit, gremlin. It's a bit blue Petery. Yeah. There'll be multiple different aspects of what yeah. is a geek. Like, like, we won't have animals, though. We might have a dog. It's a- Keith has a dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. My dog's appeared on, on, on video yeah, in true. the past. He's, he's all right. I, I, I'll just randomly film my cats and throw them on the YouTube <laughs> channel somewhere for the hell of it, just, yeah. so that we, just so that we've got them as part, as catty, part of the image. Catty brummy. I can, I can ask... We can, we can diversify and have a second channel. <laughs> I, can, I can ask my dog to do the sniff report every so often about, you know, what's, been, what's interesting he's been sniffing. But to, be honest, to be honest, the video footage we had of your dog looked like he was under duress for the entire period. He was, yeah, but that was because you went, you've all eaten and nobody's given me any food. And so he wasn't happy about that situation. Right, yeah, so we want to keep the fun. We wanted to let you know what's been happening because for those people who have been regular listeners, yeah. they probably have been wondering why it's been quiet considering we did... Pretty much 175 episodes every week for nearly four years. For a long time. And that was the other thing was we were, I, I was getting a little bit burnt out as well. So yeah. 
come back, new energy. Mm-hmm. But I will say, if people are out there and yes. they do see things that might be of interest, because there is so much out there, yeah, that I'm never going to see it all. Yeah, um, there's so much stuff coming up on things like Kickstarter now, um, comics-wise, people self-publishing, mm-hmm. uh, indie publishers, particularly in the UK. I find it difficult uh, yeah. outside of, the, of of people like um, Fair Spark and mm-hmm. some of those other publishers that I already know. Um, but if if you are out there and you've got material and you want people to know about them, do reach out to us through either our Twitter yep. or our Facebook or wherever you are. We, ha- we have an email address. It's hello at geekybrewery yeah. So yeah. if you want to let us know about anything that's going mm-hmm. on, just yeah. So email. if if you are out there and you're self-publishing and you kind of want to just get a um, yeah a, a mention, um, you don't you don't need to send us anything. Just tell no. us about yourself yeah. and what you're doing and where people can find it. Yeah. and we can give you a shout out I mean and if you do want to send review copies of stuff we'll try our best to read or play or view or mm-hmm. yeah. listen to whatever you try and send us mm-hmm. we'll try yeah, to give you a, but it's yeah. not essential it's just just a no. chance for you to get yeah. you know the word out there and for, for me to find out yeah. you know other stuff that's, that's yep. going on and it doesn't have to be Birmingham based although we're geeks from Birmingham yep. With, it's yeah. worldwide yeah like I said the most some of the most recent games of the week only one of them is UK based yeah yeah so wherever you are, just reach out and yeah. touch fame. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that was a bit serious for a bit. So I have stupid things to give oh, you both. Gosh. Gosh. And these were from Tesco's bargain bin of stuff that was left over from Christmas. <laughs> so this doesn't sound like the best introduction to anything. It was whatever was left over in Tesco <laughs> from Christmas. Well, it's gonna be awful because I'm giving it to you to <laughs> start off. So. Give me a number between one and three, Keith. A number between one and... What <laughs> <laughs> choice is that? <laughs> one, two, three. or three? Three. 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 Okay. <laughs> what the... I'm slightly terrified. So it tells you the quality of this item and the price label that I didn't take off there. Yeah, the reduced you've, item. You've left that. Mine's squashed. <laughs> Mine's squashed. They're okay. all squashed. Whole, Do you want to whole... tell people how much this item cost? This was reduced. I mean, I mean, it's not. It's reduced to thirty-eight p from seventy-five. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it was actually more than that. I think there was another reduced label on before that. I mean. Do I even dare read what this says on it? Oh, look, let's look, look at the label on the back. This, these are called Pop Pops Snots. <laughs> Uh, just pop can't stop. I really do love the uh, the terrible ripping off of the Pringles slogan there. <laughs> yes, find the one surprise snots inside is what it says here on the front, oh, and yeah. there's sixty snots to collect. Oh this come is... on, Ryan! This is just not. This is this is this is the new Pokemon. This is this is totally Tiswazi year, isn't yeah. it? Um, so in here there are uh, some figures. Smash snot surprise pack includes three pop pop bubbles. One Snots character uh, and a collector's guide. So you've got common, rare, super rare and special edition characters. And not all characters shown on the not four all pictures. So what four four weird things do you have on the back of your label? I think we might have all the same. Is it Book Squirm? Book Squirm, Late and Thick. Late oh, come on. Thick. No, it's Late on Thick. Yeah, late, I, read it, late I, read it, on, okay. I read it as Late and Thick and I went, yeah. well, that's a weird direction for that. Yeah. I'm not even reading what the third one is. Mysterious. Yeah, and Salsa Chunk. <laughs> they won't even try with that one. No. They're all common, though. Obviously. Yeah. Um, These were made by Mookie. Yeah. 
who are based in Flitwick in Bedfordshire. Flitwick, Flitwick. Yes. I'm, oh, and there's yeah. even a full-on Ashton's Not Three Sad Onion in the bottom corner. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not right. quite sure how we're supposed to get in these. these I think there is cardboard top. releases on the top. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I've got me. I've got me guide. Yeah. I've already. Oh God, that feels disgusting. Um, why do we have to touch this? This is almost as good. Okay, so I'm not sure why only one character and what the other things to do. Yeah. Just pop can't stop. It's like I need some more. Just slightly not a libel enough. <laughs> Just slightly enough difference to avoid the libel. I'm more, I'm more interested in looking at the yes. wide selection of things. Uh, six, how how would you click so 60 unpleasant. of these things? Oh, oh, there's a set which is the Blob Vengers. Yes. you got Goo Grooves, Slime High, Blob Vengers as you mentioned, yeah. Scary Splants, which sounds like something after a bad curry, <laughs> Slymphony, Fossil Fungus, Solar oh, no, Chowder. one of them's dabbing. <laughs> solar chowder, sporty snots, and blotch jobs. Now, age five plus. I've took mine out of the package. They look very unpleasant. Right. What it, are we it's, supposed it's to going do with on them? The, so one of these will have a figurine inside it. Am I just supposed to like so you're supposed literally to open pop it? it? You're supposed to open it up and then reach inside to find your do you figure. Not just, do you not, are you not squishing um, it and popping it? I, just, I think popping just, uh, might be the thing to do, but I'd probably not want to pop it all over the... Uh... Can I just have say a, the fact that we've got scary splats and we've got sporty snots, <laughs> I'm wondering where the rest of the Spice Girls ranges are. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I think is two of these have slime in, and one of them is like... Not slimy. Oh, why is it with with? Oh, one's got. A, I've got one that's got a strange um, protective. Cap. Yes, I'm assuming that's the one with the the figurine inside. Yeah. Oh, that's not. I mean, if you go to the draw, Keith, there's another one for us as well. There's more. <laughs> none of us are brave. And bra- none of us are brave enough to pop these right. yet. I'm gonna open my spot. This looks revolting. And I, I want to know why they have just one times on the back of it as well. I must admit, though, yeah. I'm quite impressed by the fact that they've they've actu- accurately captured the stages of snot. There's the, I've got a cold, it's not so bad, it's green. There's the, it's getting quite intense, it's yeah. got a kind of strange yellow colour. Yeah. Um, so it's quite it's quite impressive snot. Yeah. I think I think we'll just have to dive in. This is like one of those revolting pimple popping TV channels that you well, get. Mm-hmm. Two of them have like little thingies on the sides where you can peel them up, but yeah, I'm just going to pop mine. I think you've literally, you have literally just got to squeeze it like it's yeah. a, a, a yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is not even ASMR, ASMR worthy. This is... Um... Oh, that's revolting. <laughs> Literally, Ryan is is pouring goop into his hand, and not and not the um, and not the pleasant not the Gwyneth Paltrow version. No. <laughs> I'm like, it, although is that better, Lee? Would you would you be a dear and go and ask my beautiful wife to bring us in like some a bucket roll and a bag? <laughs> so I have found I have found my snotling. Okay, you roll it's a, tiny. A bag. <laughs> Unless you want the goo, I mean, you can have the goo. No. Oh, this is just. This <laughs> I've got Zoidberg in goo form by the look of it. <laughs> oh, these, this is that the most, is revolting. These are the most disgusting things of it. The, the plastic things are soft as well. Oh, these are worse than the things you got in those um, 
Star in that Star Wars thing. So where's non-licensed Zoidberg coming from? I can't see him. I, I found non-licensed Zoidberg. Ah, okay. So what's his name? Oh, is that, that is that is that late on thick? It, it is, is late, late on, on thick. thick. We've got a back character. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm going to get Doctor Splotch. He sounds good. <laughs> I don't really I'm, want to... I've just got a handful of goof now. I don't really want to open this. I think you. I think we just wait till my lovely wife comes back with kitchen roll. I don't. I don't. I don't I might, shall we just give the other packet to Viv? Actually? Why don't you open all of them, Ryan, to save us any unpleasantness? <laughs> I'm not opening all of these, thank you, Lee. I think we should get Viv in to open the fourth packet. You know when you're in Tesco next? Oh. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, <laughs> it's luminous green, that's, and it's, that's, it, it actually does that's fulfill not its good. look. You ever I really don't want to do this. Oh, <laughs> do, do I have to? I feel sorry for anybody whose children have got these legitimately. I have got Layton Thick, who is soft goo as well. They're, they're soft, they're squidgy and soft. I really don't like this, this is unpleasant. <laughs> Think of it as your last trial, <laughs> trial of fire. Before have we got to open these people. in order to get the characters yes. out? Yes, we've got to do this. Yes. Can I have a piece of kitchen towel first? No. What? You've got to put it in no, your hands no, I'm first. not putting it in my hands. I've got to. It's un- I've got to catch Why a bus. Why would I have to have? Oh. Although you could have some fun <laughs> taking these on the bus afterwards and then just kind of like <laughs> leaving them. I don't know. Imagine sitting on one of these. Oh. How did you even get inside it? You just got to give it a pop. I don't know. This is this it's is like popping a pimple. Oh, uh, okay. It's popped, but it's just. Oh, this is just. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing this through the kitchen roll. Okay. <laughs> These are just. Ah, oh, that's just vile. Be, be glad that we don't have the joy of the video camera opening these today. Oh, that is just revolting. I mean, I can understand when you're seven that this might be the height of sophistication, but. Um, <laughs> You know, you've got, as a, to, as now you've got of, to excavate your as a man character. Of, as a man of <laughs> increasingly um, in, uh, years, ah, oh, this is just. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, come on. <laughs> it's not even like it's a Star Wars character or anything. <laughs> this this is my revenge for you two making me have the Playmobil advent calendar. Yes. Okay. I seem to have successfully done that without causing me any harm. Although the colour of that is just shocking. This is fluorescent yellow I've got here. Uh, and I have basically got a rip-off of the Green Goblin. I don't even know where to put this now, Ryan. It Brian probably is one to put in the bag. <laughs> oh, I mean, I clean up after my dog, and that's, it's, that's <laughs> this is more unpleasant mm-hmm. than that. Um, so let, let's see. On the tiny, tiny... Uh, oh, that sounded horrible, Lee. It almost escaped the tissue. It almost escaped the tissue. Have I got anybody worth having? Probably not. Now, there is a Spider-Man rip-off character. There's a whole bunch There's that are basically yeah, the, the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, I know. You mean I've got Mysterio Jews. Mysterio Jews. Mysterio Jews. Who's basically another common one. Yes. Um, I've invited Viv to come in and join in the fun. I would, I would, I would like to donate these to you, Ryan, so you can keep a set of them at home. I don't know what you're going to do with. I the, won't um, be collecting all sixty. Put it that. I don't way. know what you're going to do with the pods that aren't open yet. I might just like scatter these around, searchly. Just, just <laughs> randomly drop them places yes. for people to have. So definitely don't put the kitchen towels that, that it's gone into around, because people will seriously. <laughs> Be concerned about it. Looks like coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yes. Oh. God. <laughs> I give you a gift and you throw it away. It's tiny. I've got big butter fingers. <laughs> so is yours basically look? Is yours looks a bit like a squidling from um. It's, it's from the Spotting. rip-off Avengers section. I've got the same one as Keith. <laughs> the Blob Avengers. <laughs> Out of all yeah. 60, we've got two duplicates from three. Yeah, yeah. from the Blob Avengers. Yeah. So there'll be Slime one at the bottom, Goose which has got a case over it. That'll have its little thing inside it. Yeah, oh, the thing gosh. is, I didn't... I Like, the case fell off, so I had to open all three. <laughs> so, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you like my fake Dr. Zoidberg as no. a compensation? <laughs> It's a pretty good rip-off of Dr. Zoidberg. It is. I mean, he's saying that they've, you've got to give these to, to kids over the age of five. Yeah. I think um, it's mainly for like not being classed as a war crime, for giving it to toddlers. Yeah. Could you imagine a toddler opening this? Yeah. A toddler would probably try and eat it, and then yeah. it's probably toxic. <laughs> Viv is looking very curious. <laughs> so you just pop it, pop it like it's a zit. Yeah, I'm not feeling too bad about that. That Ghostbusters uh, <laughs> tweaking out, <Yeah>. no. <sighs> I mean, they were filled with the contents Ooh. of these. Oh, that is just. <laughs> I might just let this ooze out. Don't. It's just. I'm not even looking at it. Just be thankful that this is audio <laughs> and not video. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is like off the, This is like anti ASMR. This is perhaps Ryan could do a, a a quick Insta story of him popping one of these. Yeah. Um, to just show you how true. I might get you to are. film this so we can put it on when we like release this podcast, so just we can understand. Oh, you got a lovely noise there. Squeezing the last bit out. They don't even stand up. Unless they stick. Is this one supposed to be yellow? <laughs> yes. One of them will have a little figurine inside. Unless we've been completely and utterly ripped off. <laughs> Just three sloppy bits of... Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm not a big fan It's of... not even good slime. That's the worst part about it. I mean, the Ghostbusters ooze from my childhood was yeah. of a significantly mm. better quality. I'm not sure if this is the age of it, <laughs> Sorry, I've just wiped it on the kitchen wall and lifted my hand away. And ooh. Can I just point out that in the Blob Vengers set, the yeah. fake Hulk is called Gunk in the Trunk. <laughs> I just want to point that out. I've just noticed it. That, that just sounds that's, all that's, kinds of wrong. I, I would just love for being in the room when they were like naming this. Of like, how do we come up with 60 stupid character names? Although I do need to go and find out what exactly they're putting on their Facebook, Instagram and YouTube channels. I don't want to know. I might get Keith to video me opening one of these bad boys for like social media. Oh, we do it, we'll, do it as a, we'll do it as an Insta story style yeah. um, thing. How, how do you want to... So I'm just going to... We've got Lee we got Lee in the background. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay, I'm going to move. move. I'm gonna, no, Lee, you're in the wrong place now. I've got too close to the microphone. That might be loud, folks. Okay, I'm recording you. Yeah, right. Are we ready? I'm popping. Go on, pop it. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, that's so disgusting. There's even like an air ball dropped in it. It's just dangling now. Please stop describing it. <laughs> it's it's touched the hand. Ooh. 
I'm going to have to give it a good old squeeze at the top. I don't know if you can hear that on the audio, but it sounds... <laughs> just, just look at that. Oh, it's got eyes. It looks like some kind of like mashed up grey alien, but green. It's it's rubbish Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, this is horrendous, right? This is... Oh. I, I feel bad now. I understand why these were reduced to the level that they were. Yeah. Price-wise. This is like a very cheap version of um, Toby... <laughs> Uh, Toby Maguire's um, yeah. organic web slinging. <laughs> oh, 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 no, oh, no, no, he's dropped it. He's dropped it's it. It's all my trousers. No, no. Thankfully, Ryan hasn't got to go out and explain that away to anybody. <laughs> I'm going to start recording that now. Viv, oh. have you found your figure yet? I found the figure, yes. Oh, God. Oh, what was that on? <laughs> oh, God, it's all over my jeans. It is oh. orange. Well, it's yellow and orange. It looks like it's got <laughs> orange hair or an orange face. Let's have a look. Um, oh, God. This, oh. I'm hoping this doesn't permanently stain my trousers. Uh, <laughs> I just bought those. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, oh, God. Oh. I'm not actually sure which one this is. It feels like I've got an elephant sneezed over my trousers. Oh, I think, oh, I, think of... I found it. It's skunk punk. <laughs> skunk punk. <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I see him. Yeah. yeah. From the from the goo groovers. <laughs> yeah. Selection. Yes. Um, public safety announcement: If you spy any of these in any supermarket, do not buy them. No. Unless you want elephant snot over your trousers at some point. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have. Should we put the figures in there as well? Well, well thank oh, you, no, Brian. We'll keep the figures. <laughs> okay, fine. Let me just get that out there. You, you've still got two. Where to pop. are you going to put those figures? They're like smaller than your fingernail. <laughs> Can I go there? <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us on the podcast. <laughs> so, what do you do on Geeky Brewing every on our sister account all the time before you disappear? I do the geeky goings on for the week when I remember. So uh, if you have anything you want us to promote or give a shout out to, uh, just DM us. Or go to. On. Or you can email ggo at geekybrewery.com as well. Thank you. Thank you. Viv's now going to go and get the divorce papers, I think. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it wouldn't be Geeky Brewing without something awful. I feel defiled. This is the worst thing. Would you not put that on me? <laughs> I'm giving these to you to take away I'm, and like, no, give just, your mortal enemy. No, no. It's going to go straight in the bag, I don't care. <laughs> oh, that just touched me. Oh, that was revolting. Sorry. That was loud, but that was horrible. The, that was just cold slime. <laughs> People are gonna if if the bin man ever questioned what happens in that bin bag, it's, it 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 looks like Ghostbusters to the movie in here at the minute. It, it does look like you're very very ill. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So just this yeah. has got like the, right. These things are tiny and they're like the soft squidgy plastic, which is basically just injection molded and painted. But they put zero effort into this one at all. 
It it just looks like a brain oh. with an arm. Yeah, it's supposed to be like hair, I think, because it's like it, head banging. It, it looks like one of the things from The Last of Us. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, it's kind of a quick. I'm just like trying to think. Lot, you know, when I was, I was when I was five, and we you had your Pokemon cards. Uh, no, this, this was before. This was well sorry, before. Sorry, that. your PG Tips collection cards. You might, yeah. No, it was actually my dad's cigarette cards. <laughs> your dad's which would, which would have uh, players number five would have a set of uh, inspiring aeroplanes or yes. warships, and that's what we had when we were kids. See, I had stuff like the garbage bell kids with bubblegum packets and the fake candy cigarettes, which all news agents. See, you kids still used to sell. Hello, it is Lee here. I am here to talk to you about my most recent games of the week. Every week I look through that week's game releases and I pick out the game that I feel is the most interesting, most noteworthy and give it the award of Game of the Week. Last week, Game of the Week was Coffee Talk, available for every system that counts. It's a visual novel set in an all-night cafe in a world where modern humans rub shoulders with elves, vampires, cat people and other assorted fantasy creatures. The purpose of the game? Listening to the stories and troubles of your patrons and making sure you get their orders right. It's a relaxed game with relaxed music and a relaxed premise. It's a virtual cafe with interesting stories that perfectly captures that contemplative late-night chill vibe. It's not mind-blowing or showy, but it is the perfect game to wind down a tough day with. Coffee Talk was developed and published by Indonesian developers Toge Productions and is available for PC through Steam and itch.io, as well as PS4, Switch and Xbox One. Game of the Week for this week is Scourgebringer, a 2D platformer and slash em up with a lot of style. You play as a warrior fighting through ancient machines to try and save humanity from a mysterious entity that's plunged the world into apocalypse. And it looks a hell of a lot of fun. The devs themselves describe it as a cross between Dead Cells and Celeste. And as someone who loved Celeste, I can totally see that inspiration. In fact, it's kind of the main reason that I'm interested in it. It's got the same gravity-defying dashes and jumps of that game, only now with more swords and the movement mechanics seem to be built around the attacks and, and that sort of thing. And that looks really, really exciting. I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on this at some point soon. And yeah, for that reason, it is this week's Game of the Week. Scourgebringer was developed by French developers Flying Oak Games and published by Dear Villagers. It's currently available on Steam in early access. And those were the games of the week for last week and this week. If you want to know more about these games as well as everything else that's come out in the last two weeks, then go to geekybrummy.com where you can find the full gaming roundups where I talk about all the latest releases and the latest news as well. And with that, let's go back to the main show. You kids today have nothing compared to the fact, just the smell of, of, of a couple of inches of cardboard that smells like woodbines. Um, I think with be... badly illustrated Spitfires on them. I think it'd be a comforting smell though. Tobacco does smell quite nice normally. I mean, you can yeah. you can now buy candles with tobacco smell. I think they're mainly designed for pubs that want to disguise the body odor smell. But so the Yankee Candle do a <laughs> tobacco flavored candle. I, I'm going to Google um, this now, I... <laughs> uh, and I will dismiss the Duolingo notification. <laughs> the Duolingo owl is currently hunting for my blood because I've not practiced my Spanish in two oh. days. Oh, oh, two days. Yeah. Oh, there's the, only, there's, only, there's like, only one phrase in Spanish you need to know. Dos se basa por sabor. See, see, look, they're expensive candles as well. Oh, my oh, gosh. I smell of tobacco. 
I'm gonna... Are they basically just has somebody gone round American like old American towns and found those spittoons mm-hmm. and basically kind of like let them go hard and stuck a, 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 yes. a wick in them? Right. Let's finish on a guessing game. Oh my gosh! So this is the Molten Brown Tobacco Absolute Single Wick Candle, which weighs 180 grams. Prices, please. How much would you pay for a tobacco? I mean, I would absolute pay... <laughs> single week. That was the wrong question because I would pay nothing because <laughs> I don't like the smell of tobacco. Yeah. Um... Apparently, the fragrance notes are the top note is grapefruit, not a C sharp. The heart note is cedarwood. The base note is leather accord, and the extract is tobacco absolute. Leather accord sounds like it should be a character in an upcoming Marvel movie. No, it's a, it sounds like a car. So the seat in the car. <laughs> I'm driving my leather accord. Exactly. The all new leather accord for yeah. Ford. Drive luxury. Um, um, I would say if I was if I was going if I was thinking that, that who the heck are they going to fleece with this candle that costs I would say it's somewhere in the region of fifty nine ninety nine. <sighs> mm. See, I was thinking kind of probably around that, but I'm, I'm going to go with like let's go. Slightly lower, just for the hell of it. 40. 40 it's rated three and a half stars with four reviews. Mm-hmm. But Lee is pretty much bang on the money with 39 English pounds for the 180 gram one. There also is a 480 gram option. I thought you were going to say 480 pound option then. Which is <laughs> the Tobacco Absolute Three Wick Candle. Oh, How much do we think on that one? So 180 grams was £39 exactly. For the 480 gram one, where where would we where would we assume? I I, I think you're gonna you're gonna put it in the in the the nine the eighty pound range. I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna say ninety five. It's actually it's a bargain. It's sixty pounds for the Oof. for yeah. the for the almost. Triple your calendar. So you could cut it up into three and sell them on and make a massive profit. Yes. Awesome. Uh, The fact that there's reviews for this, um, for for Mr. Andre S, who reviewed this candle a year ago, his his main one was, has no scent. (laughs) Well, that's a good review. I bought this candle a few weeks back and the candle has no scent. I burnt it to many hours hoping something would come and change (laughs) and asked friends to confirm that this is true. (laughs) Extremely overpriced and better candles at this price point. I bought this because I loved the body wash. (laughs) The tobacco body wash. I just imagine this guy just in a complete panic because he's just like, it doesn't smell. It doesn't smell. It doesn't smell. (laughs) Dragging all his friends into like, smell this, smell it. <laughs> smell Just it. Like, as soon as they turn up at the front door, hi, hi. Not even at the front door. Hi. He's taking it round there. Hi, Andre. How are you? Smell my candle. <laughs> Was he also like going? Look, smell the body wash. <laughs> smell so me. Smell, smell me. Smell, smell my um. Smell, smell my, my body. Smell my cheese, my you mother. <laughs> Uh, there's been a five star review from Michael though. Michael said it's my hands down favorite main scent from Malton Brown. Now in a candle. The fragrance is light but not overpowering, and it is quite pleasant and noticeable to me, contrary to the other review on here. <laughs> I quite like it. Oh, 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 we're getting a flame war going on. Yes. <laughs> His final statement is I quite liked it and will be reordering. <laughs> dot dot dot. Andre S. Ooh. <laughs> oh, we've got some beef. We've got some proper yeah. beef now. 
So, what stars out of five do we think of this person called Debbie Downer? Oh. <laughs> One. Three, actually. Really? Okay. It's just a bit disappointing. I bought this for a gift. We were very excited to light it. I'd love it if that's actually her name. Like Debbie Downer. It, yeah, it's yeah. not actually, like... <laughs> not to be, but... <laughs> yeah, the scentle, the scent it is a favourite of myself and my boyfriend. Unfortunately, the candle gave off little no scent. I suppose I should have gone to Yankee Candle. Ooh. <laughs> Molten brown Yankee Candle. But Selsom says, we have tried other tobacco-scented luxury candles, but this is our favourite so far. Great for the bathroom. If you want your bathroom to smell like a pub from uh, 1992. Why do people <laughs> want to smell it? Oh. People are weird. I hate they? tobacco smell. I don't understand that. <laughs> I'm just imagining now somebody going through life with their tobacco body like, wash, their tobacco scented deodorant. Like when the band was introduced, I, I actively celebrated because I hate the smell that much. As a former smoker myself, mm. I hated the smell of tobacco whilst I was a smoker. Mm. It's kind of it's the worst smell ever. It's not it's not the most pleasant of uh, of, of smells. Yeah, really. it's it smells like a rubbish bonfire. Yeah, mm. and you we all know anybody who uses scented candles are just using it to cover up the fact that they might have like you know let one go, <laughs> uh, and it's just a disguise. It's like if I use the breeze, it's too obvious. So what I'm kind going of, to use a kind of scented person? candle? What kind of person? Farts, tobacco scent. <laughs> that you'd use this candle. That. No, no using it to candle. cover up. They're yeah. using the tobacco well, smell according to, cover to up. Andre. There's no smell to that candle, so you'd be. You'd, you'd, and buddy's complaining be because all his friends around are going. It's a bit. Andre, <laughs> Andre, uh, Andre there while smoking his pipe. Could you smell this have candle? You, have you been to Taco Bell recently? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That just went, uh, that went downhill quickly, didn't it? From slime-filled <laughs> pus buckets to. Tobacco candles. It's right? definitely stained my trousers. <laughs> anyway, more serious format coming very soon. <laughs> Just isolate that clip, please, somebody. Yeah, it's definitely stained my trousers. <laughs> and now I've said it too. There you go. That I've just walked straight into that. Fantastic. Cheers, Ryan. <sighs> I not... promise not to buy you two gentlemen snot pockets Good. ever again. Yes. I, I felt genuinely sick. <laughs> Looking at that stuff. That, you know, it was very, it was really unsettling, wasn't it? Yeah. It was revolting. Yeah. I'll send you the picture for the cover photo for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us for issue 199 of the Geeky Brewery podcast. Keith, where can we find you online? Um, Officially, from Geeky Brummy, you can find me on Wednesdays uh, with my Pick of the Weeks. And for my own personal content, uh, it's hardluck underscore hotel on Twitter without the underscore everywhere else. But you're probably more likely to find me on the Geeky Brummy uh, Twitter on a Wednesday. Lee, where will we find you online? Uh, well, as part of the Geeky Brummy, you can find me on geekybrummy.com every Friday with the Gaming Roundup. And... You can also find me on Tuesdays and Fridays for the Twitter. And then you can... Oh, don't show me that. <laughs> um, you can... I'm derailed now. You can find me on YouTube at Bob the Pet Ferret and on Twitter at The Cheap Ferret. And also Bob the Pet Ferret also on Twitter, which is the video-related stuff. So there you go. They were showing me the video of the slime again, and they don't like it. Which is definitely stained Ryan's trousers. You will not find me on 
<laughs> you can find Laura at constantlycurious.co.uk and on Twitter at Laura Craven, and she usually does the Thursdays on the Twitters. Mm-hmm. And you can find me hiding from the Twitters usually, <laughs> even though Monday and Saturday and Sunday are supposed to be my days. Uh, but you can find me at Geeky Brummy. You can find me at Ryan Parish. You can find us all at geekybrummy.com, where you can find Keith's Comic Roundup of the Week and Lee's Video Gaming Roundup of the Week. You can find us at YouTube. Just search for Geeky Brummy. We're nearly at 100 subscribers, so it would be nice if we could hit that for our fourth anniversary, people. Yes, yes, I shall be. I shall be back with some more um, regular comics yes. uh, roundups and stuff. Just the personal stuff that I've been reading. And we'll um, be having a few more videos, hopefully coming soon, yeah. mm-hmm. when I get a more streamlined filming process, rather than just giving Keith six hundred gigabytes of data. And go, Keith, make some of the characters, yeah. please. <laughs> but don't forget to follow, as said, Lee at Bob the Pet Parrot on YouTube as well for his. Are you still doing the ferret first as well? Um, I will, uh, I'm not sure when this is going to be out and when I'm going to have an update video out, but there will be an update video either soon or it's up now mm-hmm. explaining the direction of the channel, so that'll um, refer to that. Yes. All change here. And Keith, it, uh, Real Access, you can find some of your more corporate work. Over yeah, there. the great the, the, the stuff that I do for uh, Reels, is that... Yeah. Legits for adults mm-hmm. for adulting, yeah. So real access, um, it's community focused uh, video and visual arts stuff. So there are some stuff up there, and some of the stuff that our young filmmakers make yes. uh, down at Mac. So kind of funny little shorts, which are quite cool. And there's a fantastic wetland series as well. Yeah, there's um, three episodes online, which were created by a group of homeless and homeless affected um, people, um, which they put everything into to make. It's kind of cool. Um, that I shall probably be releasing a feature version at some point, which is basically just the three episodes cut together, like they used to do for Battlestar Galactica and um, Book Rogers back in the day. Um, but there'll be a making of at some point in the um, next few months as well. So um, keep an eye out for that. So go click subscribe on that at some point. And the food blog will be back at some point whilst we're promoting our own things. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know about places to eat in Birmingham, go check that out. But um, thank you for joining us. However long you've been listening to the Geek Brewing Podcast since the start, and we'll hope you will enjoy the new format coming for year four. But for now, bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Well, I didn't press record.